Does my custodian send account statements to my clients? This is the transition to RA video series. This is question number 22. Hi, I'm Brad Wales with Transition to RA, where I help advisors just like you understand everything there is to know about why and how to transition to the RA model. Uh, so on today's question, uh, you know, the, the question is, does my custodian send account statements directly to my clients? And so we're going to go over kind of how that works. Uh, and the, the, the short answer is yes, and that's a good thing, which is, which is I'm going to explain. Uh, so first, quick recap of the, the RA custodian relationship. So if you were to start your own RIA, uh, you establish that RA and then, you, and then assuming you have assets that you manage, you will need a custodian and you can actually have more than one. I've done a whole, whole number of videos on, on, on having more, more, a single custodian or multi-custodial. Uh, but, but you need a custodian to hold your client's assets and to facilitate the trade. So they say custody and clearance. So again, you would have your RIA, you need at least one, some, sometimes you, you have more than one uh, of a custodian to hold your assets. So just quick recap on the RIA custodial relationship. And again, as your RIA, you are not, you know, quote unquote, affiliated with a custodian. There's no ownership interest. You are an entirely independent RIA company. And the custodian is essentially a vendor of yours, just like you might use other vendors. In this case, the service they provide is, is custody and clearing of your, of your assets. So uh, every custodian is required to send uh, statements to the client, because again, that, that client does have an account opened with that custodian. And it's, it's generally uh, no less frequently than quarterly. So it will happen at least once a quarter uh, and then if there's activity in the account, it, it generally often is, is frequently as monthly. And, and today, nowadays, right, a lot of it is done electronically as opposed to actually being mailed out. But, but the custodian does have an obligation to send uh, that client directly, not via you, uh, directly a statement of, okay, here's the assets in your account and here's the activity that occurred. Now, on that statement, most custodians would generally allow you to so somewhere on there, you know, have your logo and maybe contact information. And so the, the client, you know, sees that and, and realizes how it's all connected. But, but make no mistake that this, the statement will still show the custodian's name on it because it's the custodian that is holding those assets and is responsible for that. And so it's notifying the client, again, here's the assets in the account, here's the activity. So an example I give, you know, sometimes you might think, oh, I, I don't want uh, my custodian's sending these statements or reports or whatever you want to call them. Because as an RIA, I plan on sending my own uh, monthly or quarterly reports to, to clients with a you know, performance report or, a, or with a snapshot of their, their account. And here's some commentary or whatever it is you, you plan on putting in place. And that, that's pretty typical. Most RIAs do do something like that. You might think, okay, I want to be able to send that. I, I don't want the custodian sending something as well. And, and, and for starters, you don't have a choice. The custodian is required to send that. But I would also give, uh, I give an example, which I'll give here, which I think really helps a client understand why it's important that the custodian is this, is this independent entity and how you can use that to your benefit when you explain to a client. Because most clients surely don't understand what this, this RIA concept is and a custodian and how are they related. And, and so part of it is just helping the client understand that. But the example I always give is, is let's say I was an advisor and I've, I've been an advisor for, for 20 years and I've been at one of the large 
traditional brokerage firms that entire 20 years. And I have, I have some client named, named Jim and uh, he, we, we've worked together almost that entire 20 years. So, so Jim, surely trust me, we have a great relationship. I know if I were to leave and start my own RA that Jim absolutely would want to still keep working with me. Um, but, but kind of all Jim's ever known is this, this large traditional brokerage firm arrangement. And so if, if one day I, I, I do transition to the RA model and I, and I get in contact with, with Jim after I've left, and I say, Jim, fantastic news. After 20 years and a lot of uh, soul searching and a lot of consideration and just with all the changes in the industry, it was a, it was a great choice. I, I moved to what is called the, a registered investment advisor. And I've started Brad Wales Wealth Management. And, and, and we are now live and, I, and I'd love to have you move your account over to me. And, and this is kind of, let's put aside any concerns about solicitation or anything like that. We'll, we'll do a, a separate video on that. Um, but there I am, I, I'm out there. I just launched my RA. I, I get, in, get in touch with Jim uh, and said, Jim, we've worked together 20 years. I, I know you'd want to keep uh, working with me. And, and here's the new setup. And, and, and Jim might respond, you know, Brad, you're, you're the greatest advisor I've ever had. Uh, I trust you. I trust you entirely. You've, you've given me great service. My, my account has done fantastic over, over these 20 years. But here, here's my concern, Brad. No, no offense, but you, you just started Brad Wales Wealth Management. And I know you got your office and, and, and you got all that. But I guess my worry is, is, is all, this is all I've ever known over here. So yes, if I, if I move my account to you, I trust you entirely. I know you'll keep giving me great service. But, but what happens if this doesn't work out and... And six months from now, you, you go out of business. Now, that's obviously not the plan. That's not the goal. And, and, and in almost all cases, that's not what happens. But you can understand where a client might have concerns. They don't, they don't initially don't understand how this relationship works. And so, so again, Jim might, might be coming to me and say, I, Brad, I want to do this. I just, I just have some concerns. Please don't take any offense to it. And, and so as the advisor, I say, Jim, completely understand. Let me explain to you what, what the RIA model, the registered investment model is. Uh, and, and then at that point, you explain to them all of the, the benefits that now you have the complete autonomy and independence and flexibility to provide solely what is best for that client and that you don't have some of the handcuffs that you perhaps had before. So obviously, you'd walk the client through all the benefits of, of why this is such, such a good thing for you as the advisor and for them as the client. Um, however, to, 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 uh, to, to calm Jim's fears about, you know, well, what happens if I go out of business I say, Jim, okay, you don't understand how it works. So I'm, I'm this registered investment advisor. I just told you all these great things about it and how it works. Uh, however, I, for these 20 years have been managing your assets and providing you perhaps a financial plan and services. I am going to continue doing that exact thing, managing your assets and providing you financial plan and services. However, my firm, my RIA, Bradwell's Wealth Management, does not actually hold your assets. I will manage the assets. I will provide you financial planning services. But we use a third-party independent, what are referred to as custodian, that will hold your assets. And the custodian is extraordinarily well-capitalized, has been around for you know, whatever the case may be, 50-plus years. They have a trillion-plus in assets your assets are going to be safe at that custodian. Now, you know, you wouldn't imply that they're still not susceptible to right to market. The market's going up and down and the account could lose value. But as far as 
you know, the soundness of, of the firm holding on to those assets that, that, you know, Hey, Jim, if, if, even if you were correct, which I'm confident would not happen, even if I did go out of business in six months, my firm, the part that's managing your assets and financial planning for you would cease, but your assets are still safe. Just sit in there right at the custodian. Um, and so that's why I've partnered up with a custodian uh, to make sure you are comfortable that your assets are sitting there safe. And, and to further that, the custodian will send you directly a statement every quarter to show you where what your assets are and what activities occurred in your account. So I, I plan to send you materials as well because I think it's I think it'll be helpful and I think you'll find quite a lot of value in it. But but regardless of what I send you, the custodian will still send you directly uh, a statement that shows where your assets are. And, then, and you have the ability to log into your account directly with the custodian to see your assets sit in there. And, and by the way, I've chosen Custodian X, which is a well-known well -known firm. Uh, everyone's aware of it. Uh, so it, it, the, the whole idea is to really take that concern away from Jim and, and that your assets will, will be there. Um, and so as an example of where this, so, so that's the, the benefit of, of keeping it separate like that. Um, as an example of where that can go wrong is, is Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff, the problem there was he was making his own, you know, performance reports or, or updates to his, to his uh, investors, but, but he was his own custodian. And so the problem was he then had the ability to, to fabricate not only what he might want to show them from a, you know, some uh, quarterly update thing. He, he also was fabricating the custodian reports. And so, that's why that unfortunate, well, one of the reasons why that, that went undetected for a while, because they were one and the same, where, again, you, you explain to a client, I, I manage your assets and I provide financial plan, which is the exact thing I've been doing for you, Jim, for 20 years. I'm going to continue doing that exact thing. Your assets are just going to be held at a different, very safe, very sound custodian um, and so you do not need to worry about what happens with my firm, which I'm confident it's going to be successful anyways, but do not worry about, uh, you know, it, it going out of business or anything like that. And so, you know, the, I, I think it, the, the key is how you position it all that ultimately it is a benefit that, that you have a custodian, that the custodian sends account statements. So it can just give the client that extra degree of confidence of, of how exactly this relationship works. It's just something you have to explain to them. And, and I've never really heard of a, an advisor or RA come back and say, wow, I, I tried to explain it and the, the, either the client couldn't understand it or the, or the client still balked at that. And, and, and maybe the only instance you, you'd have there is if you went with you know, some custodian that unfortunately no one's ever heard of before or they're, or they're really small. And, then, and that's why you, the, the selection of your custodian, and that's, that's a key part of what I help advisors with is, is important for, for all host of reasons because they all offer different services and they have different kind of pricing and there's the whole number of variables. But, but one of the big ones is you want to make sure it's going to provide that comfort to your clients that, 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 that their money is going to be safe sitting in that, in that account. And, and so again, that's a thing I help advisors with, but it is very important to think that through. So bottom line, uh, and I know this was a kind of a long-winded way to say it, but I, I did want to help you think through of, of how that RA and custodial relationship is and, and how it can be positioned. But bottom line, your custodian will send statements. You do not have any control over that. Like I said, generally, you can put your logo and contact information on it. Uh, oftentimes, nowadays, they're, they're sent out electronically and things like that. 
None of that prevents you from sending your own reports that you can, your performance reports or, or quarterly update packets or whatever it is you want to do as your own RA. You absolutely can continue to do that as well. But just, just know the different dynamics of the different components to this uh, and how they're involved. So with that, like I said, I'm Brad Wales with Transition to RA, where I help advisors just like you understand everything there is to know about why and how to transition to the RA model. So this exact sort of thing, how, okay, if I start my own RA, do I need a custodian? How do I select a custodian? What are the differences between the custodians? And then by the way, with a custodian send, in this case, my, my client's statements, how does that work? What can I expect? That's what I help advisors understand all of these variables. So, so if you are considering a transition to the RA model, the key is you want to be fully informed of exactly how all of this works and what your options are. And again, that is what I help advisors with. More than happy to help you uh, with you as well. Uh, if you're not already there, if you head on over to transition to RIA.com, uh, plenty more videos. I have white papers. Uh, and then the easiest thing is that right there at the top is a contact link. You click on that, you can instantly and easily schedule an exact date and time that we can jump on a, on a Zoom together and begin this sort of dialogue. And, and, I, and I really help you besides just answer all the questions you may have, but I really help introduce things that you probably haven't even considered and, and really help you think through, you know, what is your current situation, your current affiliation model, your current firm, and, and what might that look like under the RA model and, and, and all the variables that you want to be considering uh, to, that go into that. So I'd be more than happy to have that conversation with you as well. So with that, I hope you found value in today's video and I'll see you on the next one.